Hey friend, are you struggling to find consistent paid speaking gigs? Do you want to know the exact six steps that you can take to find and book more paid speaking opportunities in 2024? Well, we want to make that easy for you. We've created a new free resource with the help of Dan Irvin, one of our highly successful speakers on our team. Dan has booked over $100,000 in paid speaking gigs in the last few years, and his six-step process is going to help you maximize your chances of getting booked and paid to speak in any industry. You're going to learn how to get started prospecting, master discovery calls, and proposal emails and so much more. All you got to do is go to thespeakerlab.com slash steps and we're going to send you this 18-page guide straight to your inbox. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash steps and you're going to get that free guide. Hey, thanks for listening. You're awesome. What is up, my friend? Welcome back to the Speaker Lab podcast. Hope you're doing well. Hope life is treating you good. Hope uh, the birds are chirping and singing. And I was going to say the birds are shining, but I think it's the sun is shining. The birds are saying, I don't know, whatever. I just hope things are going good for you. Hope your your uh, your speaking business is going well. Hope you're getting some bookings. Hopefully you're you're doing some work. You're doing work, son. That's what I want. Is I want you to be out there doing work, taking what you're listening to on the show and applying it to your speaking business. Hey, as you may know, uh, we are here in the month of April doing 30 episodes in 30 days, one episode every single day. A lot of those episodes are listener questions. So if you've got a question you'd like to have answered on the show, definitely stop by thespeakerlab.com. Leave us your voicemail question. We would love to hear from you. All right, today's question is all about selling products after speaking. So uh, let's get into it. Let's talk about it. episode 39. Here we go. All right, today's question comes from Linda Olson, who asked, I uh, just wanted to get some suggestions on selling my book other than back of the room when, uh, when I'm speaking. All right, good question. Thanks for the question, Linda. Now, a lot of speakers either already have a book in print or maybe you have a book inside of you, all right, that you're just dying to write, which makes sense because as speakers, I think a lot of times we feel that we have this, this message that needs to be shared with audiences. And one way to do that is obviously through speaking, but of course, uh, another great, really common basic way to do that as well would be through a book. I firmly believe that a, a book is a great tool to have for, for any speaker for a lot of different reasons. And in fact, we have some different episodes you can go back and listen to in the archives about publishing specifically Episode 22 with Rob Cosberg. Definitely go back and listen to that one. Episode 22 with Rob Cosberg. But the nutshell is a, a, a book is a great tool for any speaker to have for several different reasons. All right. I want to give you three reasons why it's helpful for a speaker to have a book. First of all, number one is that it makes your message last beyond the stage. It makes your message last beyond the stage. So let's say, for example, that you give a presentation somewhere for, let's say, an hour. All right. You give an hour long presentation. Now, first of all, the challenge is that there's only so much that you can cover in that hour on any given topic. Like you probably have more to say and there's probably more that you could cover. The other challenge with speaking is that whether we like it or not, a lot of what people will say, uh, excuse me, a lot of what we will say as speakers will be forgotten a few days after we speak. So, I mean, think about some of the best presentations that you've ever heard. Like you probably only remember a few things of what that speaker said. And so as speakers, we're naive to think that any audience would remember and apply every single thing that we talked about. So 
A book is great because it allows you to not only go deeper on that topic, but it also allows that audience to take that message home with them and to, uh, to continue to absorb it more. So book makes the message last beyond the stage. Second reason that a book is really good for any speaker is that it's great for credibility and for building authority. Because in, in our world, in our culture, we hold authors in high esteem. We oftentimes, we even view authors as experts. So if you wrote a book on a topic, you are perceived as an expert on that subject or topic. And so if you're wanting to speak on that subject or topic in situations or, or settings or conferences or events where they, they have audiences that are interested in that subject or topic, by writing the book, it positions you as the expert, as the go-to person on this subject or topic. The third reason that's helpful for a, a speaker to write a book is it's a great additional revenue source. So for me, I'd been speaking for about a year or so. I self-published a book uh, that has gone on to sell over 30,000 physical copies. So if we sold a book for around $10 a book, that's well over a quarter million dollars in additional revenue for our business. And so having a, a book or a product is really, really great for just alone, just for that uh, additional revenue. So the nutshell is like, there's a, there's a lot of reasons why it's helpful and beneficial for any speaker to have a book. And in fact, in module six of our booked and paid to speak training course, we actually have several lessons where we go more in depth on not only the different types of product and how to create them, but also how to sell them in various contexts. But in the meantime, though, I want to give you a couple thoughts here just to kind of answer Linda's question. So again, having a book's a good thing, but like she asked, how do you actually sell it? Now, I know Linda said this. I know she said, what are some ways other than back of the room about how you can sell it? And I'm going to give you some of those in just a second. But in my experience, I have found that nothing is more, more effective than selling from the back of the room. So I want to talk about that for a second first. And basically, the, the way that this would work would be that towards the end of your talk, you may mention your book, maybe even give a quick summary of it, and then tell the audience that you would have a copy available at the back of the room at a table if, if people would like to pick up a copy. Now, part of the reason that this works so well is because after people have heard you speak, they have this connection to you. You've built rapport with them. And so you've given them value. You've given them encouragement. You've given them inspiration through your talk. And so you'll have some people who will want to buy your book just because they like you and just because they want to support what it is that you're doing, which is great. But like we had talked about before, you're also going to have people who want to buy your book because either they want to hear what else you have to say on the topic, or they just want more training on what it is that you said. And so they'll never be more interested in your book or what it is that you're offering than after you speak. Listen, like I said, I promise you, I promise you that one week from now, 99.999% of the audience that saw you spoke will not buy your book on Amazon. Again, it's not that they're a bad person. It's not that they didn't like you. They love you. You're great. But at that point, they've gone back to their normal routine. And whatever that topic was that you covered most likely isn't as high on their priority list. So like I mentioned, I've sold over 30,000 copies of my book. And I would say that 90% or more of those book sales have come from back of the room. So again, I would just reiterate here that the back of the room sales works really, really, really well for speakers. So 
Maybe in a, a future episode, we can go more in depth on back of the room sales strategies. But for now, let me just again, reiterate back of the room sales works really, really well. But let's, uh, I also want to answer Linda's question and give you some other ways to sell your book. So Linda, here's what I want to do. I want to give you three ways that you can sell your book beyond back of the room. All right. Three ways that you can sell your book beyond back of the room. Now, all of these connect back into uh, speaking. So assuming that you're a speaker, what are other ways that you can sell your book? First way, number one would be to pre-sell the book, pre-sell the book. See, the challenge and part of the downside with back of the room sales is that you're, you're just selling books one at a time, right? So I speak, I finish speaking, I go back to my table and people line up and I exchange a bunch of $10 bills for books, all right? Just one at a time, one at a time, one at a time. But what if there is a way to sell them in bulk? Meaning rather than selling, let's say one book at a time, what if I could sell an entire case of books at a time? That would be preferred. That would be ideal. And so the goal here is to get a speaking client, the client that you're working with, to purchase a copy of your book, ideally for each audience member before the event actually happens. And so one of the ways that this would work is that many events have separate budgets for gifts or giveaways for their attendees. So rather than just giving them some like dumb conference trinket that everyone's going to throw away, one option would be to give every audience member a copy of your book. And one of the ways you could actually do this this would be to package your book as part of your speaking. And so we actually teach uh, about having a speaking fee structure with different options at different price points. So what I mean by that would be that the, the lowest option that you may offer when someone asks you, Hey, what, what's your fee? The lowest option that you may offer would may just be for one talk. And then for someone that has a little more budget, you may be able to say, well, what you could get is, uh, you can get two talks in the same day, plus 50 copies of my book. Uh, and then a third option, maybe you can get three talks in the same day, plus a hundred copies of my book. And so ba basically what you're doing is you're packaging your books with your speaking so that clients can get a better deal. It's basically you're incentivizing them to spend more. And so one of the ways that you can provide that additional value is by providing additional copies of your book. So another option and another way to do this would be to offer your books in bulk in basically in lieu of a, of a speaking fee. Meaning, you know, if you buy X number of copies of my book, I will speak for free. Now you could do this, but you just need to figure up the math to determine how many books you would need the, to sell them to determine if that was going to be worth it for you, right? So you don't want to say, well, you know, if you buy 10 books, I'll speak for free. That that's <laughs> you're going to lose money that way. So it may be a hundred books, it may be several hundred books. So you just have to kind of do the math there and figure out, okay, if my speaking fee is normally, uh, let's say $3,000, right? And I know that every time that I sell a book, I can sell it for 10 bucks. Well, initially on the, on the surface, you'd look at it and say, well, if they buy 300 books, I'll speak for free. But you also have to remember your cost of the books. You have to remember the cost of shipping the books, the cost of printing the books. And then also remember that you're giving them basically two things for the price of one. So you may want to price it a little higher and say, let's say 350 books and I'd speak for free, something along those lines. So that may be something that you could do. But again, you just have to figure out the math for yourself. If you're going to do that, also you could generally invoice travel separately. But again, that's something that you would want to communicate up front and make sure that you guys are, are super clear on it. 
So number one would be to pre-sell your book. Second option would be to get a company or a business to actually sponsor your book. Now, uh, in a couple episodes, we've got a, a sponsorship expert who's going to talk more about using sponsorships in speaking. But the, the basic idea here is that you would get a third-party business or organization to pay for the cost of the book for the event that you are speaking at. So let me give you a hypothetical example of how this might work. So let's say that I'm going to speak to a group of college students, right? Right? This would be an audience that plenty of businesses and organizations would love to be in front of, right? To advertise their, their product or service. And so what I might do is I might figure out companies that would be a good match between the subject matter of the book, uh, what it is that I'm talking about, and the audience. So let's say in this example that I had a book about personal finance for college students, right? So I want to figure out what would be a, a logical match between my book for about personal finance for college students. I'm speaking to college students about personal finance. So who would be a company maybe in the personal finance space that would be interested in getting their name, their brand, their company in front of college students, right? So that's kind of what we're thinking through. And again, we'll have an expert talking about this more on an upcoming episode. But a possible option for something like this in this scenario would be, let's say, a local bank or a local credit union. So I could I could contact them and see if they would be willing to sponsor getting a book for every audience member that I would be speaking to. And again, because the subject of the book would be a good fit for the audience and the organization is trying to get in front of that audience, it naturally seems like a good fit. Now, one of the ways that you could actually get the business to sponsor your book would be to get some type of almost like an insert or some type of sticker, maybe to go on the inside cover of that book. And so that sticker may just be a small advertisement from the company saying something like, you know, this book was generously donated to you from ABC Credit Union. And maybe it's got their logo and, and a little information about them, something like that. You know, maybe it's got some other little... I don't know, some other little trinket there that goes along with it. But the nutshell is basically, I am giving the students a copy of the book, but I'm having a different company or, or business who wants to sponsor the book, who wants to get in front of that audience. I'm having them actually pay for it. So I'm not, the school's not paying for it. The students aren't paying for it. It's this other organization that would be paying for it. So that's another way that you could sell books through your speaking would be to get a company to sponsor it. Now, if you're going to do that, again, one thing that you want to do is make sure that again, it aligns with and it's okay and it's been approved by the organization that is bringing you in because you want to make sure that they know what's going on. So you're not just springing it on them. Oh, by the way, I went and I got a sponsorship for a company that you don't want to do business with or that doesn't represent your brand or or is a, like a sketchy or shady or immoral type of company. All right, you don't you don't want to put your, you don't want to put your client in that position. So you want to definitely make sure that something like this would be approved and okay with the client. So again, let's recap. We got two ways so far. Uh, one be pre-selling. Two would be getting a book sponsor. The third way would just be, this is more of a long-term strategy, but get audience members onto your email list. Now, uh, in episode 30, we talk more about how you would actually do that. And then also in episode, what was it? Episode, let me look it up, 28, we talked with my buddy Brian Harris about email list building. I won't go too much in depth here, but the, the basic idea is to get audience members onto your email list 
so that you can build a relationship with them beyond just that speaking event. So that way you can continue to follow up with them long-term and continue to build that relationship. And, and this is a good practice anyway, because the goal is to stay connected to that audience long-term. Like how many speakers have you heard that you, like you really like them, you like what they had to say, you like what they were about, you wanted to learn more from them, you wanted to stay in touch, hear what they're up to, but they don't have your email. You don't even remember their name. So that opportunity is just gone. And so what you want to try to do is, is get their email list, get them onto your email list and so that you can build that rapport, build that connection long term. And so it's not just about offering the one book that you have today, but also offering future books that you may offer as well. So pre-selling your book, getting a book sponsor, getting audience members onto your email list, those would all be ways that you could sell beyond just back of the room. But again, I would emphasize that back of the room sales is generally going to be the best option, the simplest option for, for book sales. So these other methods should and can be used and kind of layered in, but uh, I definitely the, the back of the room is the lowest hanging fruit to get started with. So hope that helps. Thanks for the question, Linda. All right, there you go. Hope you enjoyed that discussion and conversation about how to sell products from the back of the room after speaking, but other ways that you can sell other than back of the room. So good stuff there. And so, you know, that's one of the great things about being a, a speaker is there's a lot of different ways that you can use speaking to generate revenue in other ways. And so uh, if you have some type of book or product or service that you can sell on the back end, that works really, really well. But there's, in fact, there's a lot of ways that you can generate revenue from speaking. We're going to be talking about those in actually some upcoming episodes. So be on the lookout for those. Hey, also one quick reminder, if you haven't already joined our free private Facebook group, again, totally free private Facebook group. It's the Speaker Lab community, nearly 4,000 speakers in there supporting each other, answering each other's questions, encouraging each other, sharing wins. Man, I love that group. I want you to be a part of it. Again, it's totally free. You can find that over at thespeakerlabgroup.com. Again, that is thespeakerlabgroup.com. Definitely check that out. All right, my friends, that wraps up today's episode, episode 39. We will see you tomorrow. Hope you have a great day. You're awesome. Awesome.